Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Tom Robinson. It's a listener email day on Voice Coaches Radio. Yay! Yay! Uh, thanks to a former student and avid listener named Mary, we had a couple of questions about topics I don't believe we've um, discussed lately. Really? Okay? Yeah, really? Yeah, uh, which is interesting because I, th- I thought we'd covered everything by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 359th <laughs> episode we're doing right here. Oh. Um, now, that doesn't mean we haven't discussed these topics lately. It means I don't believe we have. At my age... I, we may have answered these questions last week, and I've just forgotten. Yeah, it could be. It's a, <laughs> I think we both have that issue going yeah, on here. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, Warren, if any of this sounds familiar, I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, good. Let, let's let's hope it doesn't, <laughs> because I don't know what we'll do after that. I'm not sure what we'll talk about. But let's jump in, see if we can help Mary out. Her first question is about paperwork. She, ah. she asks if we could discuss any documents we might be required to sign in our work as voice actors. So you want to tackle that one first? Well, sure. You know, Mary... It hasn't happened very often. Uh, most voiceover work starts with an email or phone call soliciting your talent, and it doesn't usually get more formal than that, okay? Uh, of course, this varies from client to client. depends upon who you're working with. Sure. Now, if a company is hiring you to be the voice of their phone system in the office, that's not a very complicated task, and you'll just bill them for the hours it took you to complete the project. That's pretty much the paperwork there. But then there's also a chance they may want you to avoid doing the same work for other similar businesses in town. Right, exactly. Okay, so in that case, you may be asked to sign a non-compete contract that will keep you from being the voice of one of their competitors for a given amount of time. Yes. Now, in that case, you're probably going to want to charge them a little bit more for that concession because it's going to prevent you, obviously, from you know getting business from other widget companies companies for a while. Okay? Oh, right, right. Uh, we had a student call us last year, actually. She did a commercial uh, or two for a large bank in New England. Mm. All right. And she wasn't sure what to do because uh, they, you know, she wanted to be open for this type of work, you know, from, from other banks. Oh, right. But the bank had no problem paying her extra for her exclusivity. So she did sign the contract. I, she called and said, what do you think? And I said, yeah, I'd, I'd sign the contract. They're offering you more money, you know, not to do this elsewhere. That's completely acceptable. Yeah. Now, most of the paperwork I've been exposed to a over the years is the kind that deals with getting paid for your work, okay? Some organizations will send you papers to fill out and sign so they can request a check from the bookkeeping department. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything from, uh, you know, like a, what do they call it, a 1040 or... or, Um, or uh, Probably a W-2. W-2, right. Or or, or is it a W-4? I don't know. All these these different... Tax forms. Yeah, tax forms, exactly. Uh, Or or, uh, there's a, what do they call it, a a business ID, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Social Mm -hmm. security number will will suffice in most cases. So if you'll fill if you fill out tax forms and purchase orders and the like uh, before they they start the process of getting you paid, in these cases, you don't expect to see payment for at least 30 days, usually a bit more due to that process. Yeah, yeah that, that'll keep uh, things from getting to you perhaps as fast as you want. Uh, I just finished a very short five-page narration for a local university here. Okay. And I think it took me longer to get the paperwork signed and sent back and forth than it did to uh, do the voice work. Really? <laughs> it really okay. did. Uh, it, it's just the way larger organizations work. Lots of T's to be crossed and I's to be dotted. Yeah. But if you do regular work for folks like this, they'll obviously keep the important information on file and it gets easier as you do more work oh, for no, them. No doubt. Yeah. You know, once you've uh, you've tread that road, you won't have to go down it again with the same client. Now, you may also run into a situation where, you've, uh, where you're working on a project that the company wants to keep private. Mm. Uh, they, they, they don't want their competitors to know what they're working on. So you'll be asked to sign what's called 
called a non-disclosure agreement. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. You'll not only be asked to not to discuss what you've done with any of their competitors, but also they'll ask you to keep it out of social media, by the way, and maybe not even share it with anyone else, even your spouse. It happens, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you can't blame them because, you know, this is is a very competitive world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Tipping off the competition can mean real money will be lost. Yeah. And uh, then try getting a job with them again. Yeah. Yeah, If they find out where that came from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've come across one other time when I had to to sign a contract once. I did some work a few years back for PBS in New York City, uh, WNET. Oh, cool. And and yeah, it was fun. And in addition to signing some tax forms and releases to get paid, they suggested that uh, I should actually join the staff as a part-time employee. Nice. Yeah, they said, and and they told me this had something to do with making it easier on the income tax side of the agreement. So I, I had no problem doing that, you know, to keep the payment process, you know, simple and, and fast. My wife was waiting for that money. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was nice to get paid the going rate in New York City as well, um, you know, compared to what I usually get from my, the B markets uh, that right. I usually work in and, yeah. and where I live. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very nice. Now, speaking of which, Mary had uh, another question or two. She sent us about joining the union. Yeah, we, we get you get this question a lot in your uh, in the your, union, yeah, right. In big <laughs> should, air quotes. Should I, should I put yeah, and should I put echo behind that when you say it? Please. Yeah, okay. Now, yeah. if you're a regular <laughs> listener to this podcast, you may have noticed we haven't broached this subject very much over the years, and there's a good reason for this. Most of the work Warren and I have done over the years has been non-union work. Okay. Now that's for a couple of reasons. First, we found there's plenty of non-union work out there, and it pays pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And remember, uh, both, both Tom and I are part-time voice actors, okay? The, the jobs we're doing are often done outside the normal business hours since we have full-time jobs. Yep. So I haven't even thought about joining SAG-AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild slash American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. That's easy for you to say. Yeah, because I don't have time at this juncture in my life to really seek work that would be re, uh, union-related. Right, exactly. Now, you're not seeking work in A markets like New York, L.A., Chicago, Dallas, or other larger metropolitan areas where the work is meant for national consumption through large union-oriented ad agencies, okay? Uh, If you're looking to build your full-time voiceover business and you're near a large market, fine, then the union is the way to go. There are a lot of benefits that you get for your union dues, dues, yeah, Mm -hmm. you got to pay dues, dues. and you can uh, really grow your business and build a good career in voiceover this way as well. Yeah. What we usually suggest to our students is to work your way up to union work. Yes. Okay? Just like you would in, in seeking out an agent. Okay, you'll want some experience first to see where your talent can take you. Yes. And as you start getting busier, you'll find it easier to make that transition. Yeah. And, and you don't have to be a member of the union to land good voice acting jobs. Uh, you know, Tom and I have, are perfect examples of this. Uh, audiobooks, video games, e-learning, documentaries, even commercial work. I've done it all, and I've never been a member of the union. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of work that's available in all corners of North America for non-union voices. And keep in mind, you know, just just aside, if you are a member of the union, you cannot go backwards. Yeah. You won't be able to do B-market work again or, or non-union work. I, I believe um, it, it's limited to a two or three times a year that you can do non-union work. I right. think that's that's what the contract but says. It's, if, it, last time I looked at it anyway. And it's not encouraged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a decision to, t- to be taken lightly. As with anything in life, do your due diligence before taking a step in that direction. While it's not for everyone, it could very well be a goal you want to set for yourself to reach your full potential as a voice actor. Yeah. In, in a case where you 
you're thinking about doing this, I would reach out to folks that have done it. I, I would. Yeah. You, know, you can find folks online that are union members. You know who they are. You'll, sure. you'll figure it out. I mean, if the person is doing you know, regularly doing the voice of a, a cartoon character out of Hollywood, then there's a good chance that person is a member of the union. So get in touch with them. So again, Mary, thank you for your questions. I hope the answers were helpful. And uh, now we're proud to count Mary among the many who have started their voice acting careers with a little help from voice coaches. Yay! Yeah, she attended one of our single evening adult education classes called Getting Paid to Talk not long ago. Uh, we visited a university, college, school, or recreation program near Mary, gave her the real scoop on what it takes to be a successful voice actor, and she took it from there. And you can do the same thing, especially if you're in one of the fine locations where we'll be offering our class very soon, like Washington, D.C., or Tampa, Orlando, Lantana, or Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yep. And Here gonna, I come. And we're going to wrap up our fall travels this year in Wells, Maine, Ledyard, Connecticut, Sharon, Massachusetts, and Bethesda, Maryland. But never fear, we're back on the road again in January, not too long after the holidays. You can find out exactly when and where we'll be near you by calling us at 866-887-2834. Or email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com and we'll get back to you quickly, suddenly. All of, all of a sudden, <laughs> you'll get a phone call <laughs> yeah. or an email. I'm sorry. Yeah. Feel free to use that email address for any questions, comments, or topic suggestions you want to send us, please. Yes, and, and we invite you to uh, rate this podcast if you're subscribing to us through iTunes. We do appreciate your input and look forward to getting together with you again next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And good morning. I'm Tom Robin. Oops, hope uh, it uh, might hope. not be morning. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> okay, let's try it again from okay. the top. Yep. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. And, I'm uh, Warren Garling. Uh, <laughs> you have to wait until I get my name out. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, it is Monday morning. You can tell. I, I need coffee. Okay. Well, wait, wait another uh, f- uh, 10, 12 minutes. All right, okay. All right. All right. Hello, and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to jump in on top of me again. <laughs> all right. For, for real this time. All right. Hello, and welcome once again to Voice. I want to be a little bit more exuberant here. Let's try that. Okay. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you may know, have noticed that uh, we've broached this subject very much over the years. No, we haven't, actually, uh, we, since we haven't broached oh, the subject Oh, sorry, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, so pick it up with, okay. if you're a regular. And you can do the same thing, especially if you're, one, if you're in one of the fine locations where we'll be offering our class very soon. Places like Washington, D.C., or Tampa, Orlando, Lantana, or Fort Letter. Places, but pick it up with places like. Okay. And you can do the same thing, especially if you're. Okay. Now we're going downhill fast. It's a slippery slope here.